Hello world, this is Alice, and you have now tuned in to Protect Your Glow, the podcast. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's been a while, right? I have been fighting emotionally to do this podcast for such a long time, but, well, I guess, you know, life happens. Been busy with work and everything else, but I just said today is going to be the day that I record this podcast, so here I am. I'm here in my closet, um, in my apartment, after work. I worked from, what, 8.30 to 5. Picked up the kids. I made dinner so fast because I'm like, I need to get this podcast in before I go to bed. So I cooked dinner real fast, fed the kids. I threatened them and told them, do not come in my room Unless it is an emergency, because I will be recording this podcast. I don't want any interruptions. And my kids are very loud. So I have to let them know beforehand, please put your voice down. Because I don't want y'all to be in my recording. So I did that, and I think they're okay, because I don't hear them. They're outside. They're fine. In the living room. Not that far apart, so I'm sure they'll be okay. And they've eaten breakfast, so, I mean, they've eaten dinner, so I don't think there should be any any complaints there about... um act telling me they're hungry or whatever but um so i'm back with another podcast you guys it's called who controls your thought life this topic is so fitting because for the past two weeks i have been seriously on an emotional roller coaster ride and i hate when i get that way because when i get that way i can't think i can't focus because i'm all in my feelings right And a lot of times we get into an emotional rut because we put ourselves in that, right? I mean, I won't won't go into the details of exactly why I was in that emotional rut. I'll give you a little bit of it. It has to do a little bit with work, um, stressful at work, not wanting to be there anymore. I've come to the point where I'm no longer wanting to be at my job, so I'm looking for a way out and actually I'm gonna leave because when I get to the point where I'm fed up with something or I shouldn't say fed up I should say when I get to the point in a job where I'm not giving a hundred percent like I did that tells me hey something's wrong either I've already learned what I need to learn I've already mastered what I need to master and I'm not being challenged enough and some might say well you know let your employer know you're not being challenged and uh, find out if there's anything else you can do, and I've done all that, and I'm still not being challenged, so I think it's time for me to close that chapter of my life, so that's what I plan to do, and I'll record a podcast and let y'all know how that went. Um, also, there are times in marriage where every day is not a walk in the park, and I don't talk about my marriage on this podcast because it's personal to me, I like to keep some things private, but um, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, marriage is not a walk in the park every day. It's not every day that you're in love with your spouse or I don't care how long you've been married for. Um, you're not in love every day. You love the person. You care about them. Yes, you're in love, but it's not every day, um, especially when you've been together like I have for about 11 years. You get to the point sometimes where you're like, I need you out of my face. I Do something. Get out of here. You know, something. And not in a, like a, a, a evil way, just sort of like I need to breathe. I need my space kind of way. And that's how I am sometimes where I like I need my breathing room. And my husband's good at giving me my breathing room. But sometimes, you know, you just need a little bit more of that. And so I've been going through that. 
um, for the past couple of weeks where I'm like, I need to get out of here. Um, and that's okay. I know we hear all this marriage stuff about, you know, like, you know, the world or magazines and whatever TV makes, you know, marriage or relationships look like it's a walk in the park every day. Like you're walking in gold and nothing's ever wrong. And that's not true. I believe when you have two human beings that live together, confined to four walls, you will have friction. You will have tension. That's normal part of life in any relationship, be it with your parents, your friends, your family, your coworkers. There will be times when there's a little bit of friction, and that's normal. That's okay. Um, as long as you find your way, as long as you find a way to work through it, I think that's that's fine. Um, and as long as you guys are both going towards a common goal, I don't. A, a little bit of a disagreement, a little bit of friction doesn't hurt. Actually, propels me to grow to be better. So. I welcome that actually at times, but for the past two weeks, I haven't been so good at it. I'm, I've just been an emotional wreck. And then you top, you sprinkle that with a little bit of, I have these days where I think about my dad and I get a little depressed. You know, I'm looking at the sky when I'm walking and I'm thinking about him and wondering, is he watching over me? Wondering like, man, you don't have to go through this things that we're going through right now on earth. You know, like you're in a better place. And I don't know, I think about all that. And I think about, you know, am I a good parent? Am I, because I have this tendency to yell at my kids a lot. You know, I try really hard not to. But, um, that's what, that's the first thing that comes to my mind when they're, but I'm like frustrated. I'm like, stop doing what you're doing. Sit out. And it's like, that's not the right way. To, I know it's not the right way to talk to especially small children. And I'm working on that. I've been working on that since they were born. I'm, I think I'm still going to be working on it until they get older because, but I think it's good that I recognize that and that I'm working towards it. So, you know, I question that and then all that comes into play. And it's just been a lot going on, right? And we're also getting into the the end of the, our leases coming up and we're getting ready to move. And I do not like moving. I don't like moving. But we've been here for about six years. So I think it's time for us to have some sort of new scenery. It's probably better for us anyway. So, you know, we're going to do that. We're not moving too far. We're moving to another city, but still, it's moving. I just don't like the process and the packing, the unpacking. But good thing is I'm sort of a, you know, organ organizational freak. So I'm sure I'll have things in order and um, it'll be a smooth transition. So I'm not too worried about that. But um, let's pedal back to the topic, right? Who controls your thought life? And I came up with that title while listening to a podcast, actually, from Dr. Tony Evans on my way home today. I was going to talk to you guys about, I don't even know what the podcast, I was going to initially talk about, I have it down here, oh, I wrote down, I was going to talk to you guys about my healthy habits, my favorite pre and post workout snacks, but I'll do that in the next podcast, but that's what this podcast was initially going to be about was about healthy habits, but as I was driving home and listening to this podcast from Dr. Tony Evans, um, I was like, this would be a perfect topic to talk about because it falls in line with what I have been dealing with for the past couple of weeks. Um, so I think it's fitting. But if you think about the question, yeah, who does control your thought life? Uh, for me, my mind is always racing. I'm always thinking about, you know, I'm always like one step ahead. I'm always thinking about, first of all, what I need to do next as far as, you know, schedules and everything like that, um, appointments. And then I'm thinking about work and I'm always thinking about, 
um, you know, my blog and all these other things that I have to do, pictures, um, a bunch of things, you know, and I'm always thinking about the future and how I can better myself and scheduling, you know, therapy and stuff like that. Uh, speaking about therapy, I had a great session with my therapist on Sunday. Yes, on a Sunday. How do you ask? I didn't go to her office. I didn't, you know, sit on a chair or nothing. I was in the comfort of my own home. And I happen to do all that with an app called BetterHelp. No, I'm not being paid to talk about this app. I'm not a, they're not sponsoring this podcast. I don't have any sponsors as of yet. But I think this app, everybody should know about it. It's called BetterHelp. And basically, it's an app that lets you talk to, you know, you get to choose over 2,000 therapists and counselors um, from all over the world. And it allows you to talk to a therapist through messaging. Like, how cool is that? I mean, we text all the time, right, nowadays? So how cool is it that you can talk to your therapist through text messaging? And I was able to have a live session with her. And she scheduled me in for an hour like I would normally do at my therapist's office. But this time, I was in the comfort of my own home. Um, my family was, you know, in the house on Sunday, so I found myself going outside in my car just to have some space, some time to think. Um, so that was good. And guess what? I normally used to pay about $200 for the therapy sessions per week, but this session was only $45. Yes, you heard that right. With Just by paying $45 per week, you can get the assistance or help that you need with BetterHelp. It's really a great app. I think um, you guys should check it out if you're ever in need of a counselor or a therapist or someone to talk to. Um, it's really great. So, And I like my therapist, so I think you guys should check that out if you wish to do so. Information I thought I'd share with you guys. And um, yeah, so back to the topic at hand. So... Um, yeah, Dr. Tony Evans was talking about, you know, emotions and how the world calls it um, addiction, but the Bible calls it having someone, you know, having a stronghold. Um, and I think stronghold is more fitting because emotions can have a stronghold on you if you allow it. For me, man, I was like so stressed these past two weeks that I literally, you guys, had anxiety and my heart was like, I just felt this burning aching pain in my heart and I was like okay something's not right my body's trying to tell me something I would come home and I would curl up under my blanket and I would go to sleep so early all because of my thought process and he said something very important he said emotions are the signal that God sends to the soul to warn us something is wrong I really feel like intuition and gut feelings are God's way of communicating with us. Like for me, when I have a gut feeling about something, it usually is about right. I'm not always right all the time. I'm not saying I'm always right all the time because I'm human. Yes, Alice makes mistakes too, believe it or not. Um, but when I normally have a gut feeling about something, it usually is about right. Like, for example, if I have a gut feeling about someone I meet and I'm like, I don't know about this person, you know. I mean, you can't judge a person by, you know, you can't judge someone just by seeing them or by the way they talk or whatever, how they look. But there are some people that you meet for the first time and you're like, I don't think this is going to work out. Yeah, that's your gut and that's your intuition talking to you right there. 
Or maybe you just, you know, got hired a job. And even in the interview process, when you were being interviewed, you were like, I don't think this job is the right fit for me. Even though you were so excited about it and you you studied and you did your research, you did your homework or whatever. But then you get to the interview and you're like, the questions they're asking, the way they look, the desperate look on their faces, you're like, nah, this is not a job for me. I mean, I really think God speaks to us through our gut feelings. And so it's easy for our thoughts to control our emotions. I mean, you can, I feel like your, your thoughts are what trigger your emotions, right? So however you, whatever you're thinking up there transcends down to your heart and then through your actions. So it's important for us to always try to think good thoughts, especially in this crazy world of, you know, social media and the news. I personally try very hard to stay away from the news. Seriously. I don't find any benefit of watching news 24-7. I mean, it's never good news, right? So, like, why waste my time just sitting there listening to what's going on in the White House and all this stuff? I mean, whatever I want to learn, I read about it. I'm not saying I don't keep myself informed because I do. I'll log on to USA Today com or my local news you know naples daily news and that sort of stuff but i pick and choose what it is i want to be reading about and i don't let media dictate how i should feel because sometimes those outlets are like trying to dictate how you feel and trying to put in a rush of emotions and i'm like i know what i'm not for that and i also try really hard to listen to a lot of motivational YouTube videos, so I watch uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes a lot, like he's one of my favorite preachers, I watch him a lot, I listen to him a lot, because I want to fill my mind with things that are good, because I know personally that if my mind slightly goes to the left, I'm in the danger zone, because I can easily be influenced by my thoughts, and I don't like that, so the way that I control my emotions, the way I control my anger uh, for you guys that listened to my podcast before, I told you before how I used to be a toxic person and how I allowed my anger to control me. And that stemmed from a childhood trauma um, when I was younger. And and that's why, you know, therapy is a big part of my life because of that. But, and for those of you who don't know, I talk about how I was molested as a child when I was eight and, thir- uh, eight and ten or nine and how that messed me up. So I had a lot of, you know, anger inside of me and how I would just lash out at people. But thank God, you know, for therapy. I wish I discovered it at an earlier age. I don't think a lot of the emotional um, pain that I went through, I would have went through it. But I always feel like God lets, you know, you discover things at a certain time for a reason. So I was happy that I was able to discover it when I did. And I've been, you know... um, appreciate the fact that I've been really trying to, you know, do self-care and take care of myself by, by seeking the help that I need to keep my mind focused and to keep my mind on things that are good. It's not to say I don't think bad thoughts from time to time, or I don't, I'm not angry from time to time. 
Um, but I, I now have more control over my anger than my anger has control over me. And that's the trick, guys. You need to have more control over your emotions rather than allowing your emotions to have control of you. And that starts, of course, with your thought process. So the more I find myself reading, um, you know, books of self-help and I read a lot of entrepreneurial books. I read a lot about entrepreneurs. Uh, the podcast I listen to, one of my favorite ones is like How I Built This. My other favorite one, um, of course, I have, let me go through my phone. Um, of course, I have T.D. Jakes in there. And my other favorite podcaster, Mylee Teal, is there as well. And I like, I like listening to Stuff You Should Know. Uh, you know, stuff like that. So... I'm purposely like feeding my mind things just because I don't want to go to the left. Or I find myself meditating. I talked about this app on my blog, protectyourglow.com, before. It's called Simple Habits. It's, uh, I believe if you pay for it per month, I think, I'm not sure. I don't want to say the wrong price. I don't know if it's $29 or $49 a month, something like that, or even lesser. I'm not sure, but I know if you pay for it a month, you get more access to more um, meditations. But if you don't pay, then there are some free ones that you have access to. I listen to the free ones over and over again. I don't feel like paying for it simply because I don't listen to it all the time. But when I do need it, I know it's there. So I do things like that, you know, yoga. And then another drug of, another drug of choice for me is working out. Um, I like working out because it really puts me in a good mood. It really makes me feel good about myself. I feel healthy. I feel sexy. I feel more confident in my clothes when I wear them. So working out for me is really a drug now. And it's like I have to work out. I cannot not work out. So I find myself, if I'm not working out with my trainer, I'm walking, I'm doing something to keep me going. And, I, you know, not only would it help me to maintain a good body weight, but at the same time, I'm just doing it for mental clarity. The main reason why I'm doing it is for mental clarity. So there are things like that that you can do, you know, to keep your mind going in the right direction. Um, another thing I try to do is I try to eat healthy. Um, I believe what you put in your body is, is very important because, you know, our skin is our biggest uh, organ. And I don't want my skin to, you know, break out and stuff like that. So there are certain foods that I like eating, like mangoes. And I love eating, um, I drinking cranberry juice. I know that's good for you. I recently tried pomegranate juice. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I tried that and there were so many like healthy benefits to it. And so I've been trying to, you know, research things like that. I drink a lot of tea. My favorite tea companies are Yogi. I recently uh, found one. I don't know if it's Pukai, Puki. I don't know what it's called. P-U-K-K-I or something like that. Um, I might be saying it wrong. I might be butchering it. You know what? Let me go online real quick and find out the name of it. Yeah, so I like Yogi. And this other one is called... Is it Puki? Hold on one second. I mean, I'm on my phone looking this thing up here. It's actually called... What is it called? Puka. <laughs> I was off. P-U-K-K-A. Puka Herbal Teas. I just tried their, um, they have one with honey, and I never said this, I don't, I don't, I've never pronounced this word, I don't know if it's chamomile, Ch I don't know how to pronounce it, C, but it's spelled, uh, hold on, it is spelled C-H-A-M, C-H-A-M-O-M-I-L-E-T, C-H-A-M-O-M-I-L-E, 
how do you pronounce that? Chamomile tea? tea? I'm not sure. Either way, that's one of my favorite drinks from them. Again, the company is called Puka, P-U-K-K-A. I just discovered them last week. Actually, last week when I went shopping. So, um, there are many different things that I try to do. Um, I don't have any notes written, you guys, for this podcast. So, I'm basically just freestyling right here. But I, I just figured I'd just check in real quick to talk about, you know, how our thought life can is important for us to control. And we don't want it to control us because, uh, you know what they say, you know, the brain is a powerful, powerful tool. And it's one of our most, if not one of the most important parts of the human body. So it's very important that we pour, you know, good things into it. And I also think sometimes it's important for us to watch to to watch what we you know see, what we hear, um, how we say things because all those things you know at the end of the day, if you close your eyes, you can think about the many people that you see from time to time. Um, you can think about the things you saw on your way and from work and to work and the things you're reading online. I find myself like all of that stuff comes up in my head when I'm you know, I'm trying to go to sleep. So I really try really hard to lean more into the things that are positive and excuse me also comedy helps with that i mean it helps to have a a mom who's so hilarious i thank god for that because man laughter is good medicine for real and so my mom is hilarious my husband's funny um my kids are funny so i come from a very funny family my sister's hilarious my brother's so i'm happy that i come from a family that where people can make me laugh you know all the time and there's some people I like to follow online as well that, you know, have me cracking up. I don't know if y'all heard about the Christie show, but man, she is dope. Like, it's um, this comedic lady on Instagram who makes her, sets her apart is that she doesn't use profanity in her jokes. Because, you know, a lot of jokes, a lot of comedians like to use profanity. But she doesn't use profanity in her jokes. And she is hilarious. So, um, check her out on Instagram, the Christie show, if y'all ever are on there. Um... One, that's the other thing I like to do is just to laugh. So, but I realized once I stopped, I had to stop myself last week. And I was like, I literally have to talk to myself sometimes. Sometimes you have to be seriously, you have to be your own life coach. So when I was going through a little emotional roller coaster ride where I couldn't sleep and I just kept thinking, thinking, I told myself, wait a minute, hold on. Whoa, Alice, wait, this thing does not have control over you. Like you have control over it. Like stop for a second. You, everything you do, like I told myself, everything that I'm doing is a choice. You know, if there's somebody that calls me, I don't want to talk to them. Like I made a decision to pick up the phone and talk to them, right? Like I, it, the phone gave me. My, my husband always say when somebody calls him, he has two options: either to answer or decline. And <laughs> we forget that sometimes. Like if there's somebody that's calling you, you don't want to talk to them. Like I have the option of answering or declining the call. And if I accept it, then I'm going to accept everything that comes with it. You know. And also, I have the option of who of choosing who I wish to communicate with and who I don't wish to communicate with. I have the option of saying who I want to talk to and who I don't want to talk to. You know how we make it such a, like, we put this burden on ourselves that we have to be nice, we have to do this. It's like, no, your mental clarity is most important. If there's something that you really don't want to do, like, why are you doing it? And I even find myself doing that with my, you know, trying to be really honest and transparent with my, with my kids or with my, you know, with my spouse or even at work. And, you know, people, people ask you, so, you know, what do you think about such and such and then, or this and that. And then you find yourself like lying, right? 
oh, I think it's this thing. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. Like, I'm going to tell the truth, even if it hurts, because I want somebody to do the same thing for me. Tell me the truth, even if it hurts. Maybe that's what I need to, to you know, to keep moving forward. I don't need you fibbing and telling me that what's not true just to make me feel good. I mean, now, granted, if you have somebody that just wants to hate and say stupid and mean stuff, like that's that's irrelevant. Like, you don't have to listen to that kind of stuff. But I'm talking about if there's somebody you know you can trust or even someone's honest opinion, you know, that will also help you to move in the right direction. So I find myself being more honest, you know, like, for example, if some, you know, if my husband would be like, oh, do you want to go here? And I know I'm tired and I know that I've been working hard all day and I know I don't want to go. And I'm like, sorry, boo, like, I'm going to have to do line. Maybe we can go next time. But before, I'd be like, yeah, you know, sure. And then even knowing dang well I don't want to, I would say yes. And even my kids, you know, mommy, do you want to play with me? And yes, I play with them. But if I'm tired, I'm like, you know what, boo? Mommy's tired right now. Mommy cannot play with you. How about I, mommy goes, you know, so let me schedule you in. How about we play tomorrow at this time? Or how about, you know, we do this instead? Or how about we color? Or how about this, you know? I'm um, like, I'm trying to make sure that I be more truthful in my words because one of the, I've heard this somewhere, I can't remember where, I think it's the four agreements where the author talks about being impeccable with your words. Like, it's so important to be honest and truthful about what you're saying and how you're saying it, you know? Like, why waste your time trying to fib? When you can just be honest, you know? Um, so that's actually all I had for you guys today. 25 minutes and 30 seconds. I'm still in here. Um, but that's basically what I wanted to talk to you guys about. Just who controls your thought life. And remember, you control your emotions. Never allow your emotions to control you. And that I feel that everything... That I go through is for a reason so and now it's coming back to me like oh okay I probably went through that episode of this emotional roller coaster ride because I needed to talk about it on this podcast hey you never know right and that's not to say it's the last emotional roller coaster that I'm gonna go through I'm sure there's many more to come but it's important for me for us to learn that we have control over these things you know, sometimes we will feed ourselves some lies and think that, oh my gosh, I can't control how I feel. Uh, you know, it's taking over me. And it's like, no, that's not true. That's what maybe the enemy, maybe your thoughts, you know, your feelings want you to feel or think. But that's not true. Like, you have power over all that, you know. God gave us power over our emotions. That is us that... You know, we're the ones that allow ourselves to feel a certain way. And then we try to justify it with, oh, maybe I feel this way because of X, Y, Z. Or I feel this way because of what happened to me. Or, you know, or what this person didn't do or what this person didn't say. But at the end of the day, um, if you're in your sound mind and you can, you know, make sound decisions, you have to remember that you are in control of your emotions. And to never allow your emotions to control you. I know I've said it um, once or twice, but I just want to really drive that point home and let you guys know that you are in control of your thoughts 100%. As crazy as it may sound, as hard as it may be, 
we are ultimately in control of how we feel. And so it's important for us to take back that control and not to be led by emotional feelings and not to be led by how we feel and to sometimes listen to your gut and intuition. I think that's God's way of telling us, hey, this is this is what it might be. So I need you to, you know, watch out for that signal. So that's all I had for you guys today. I hope everybody's doing well. Um, and I really look forward to talking to you guys soon. It's raining here in Naples today, and I love it when it rains. Oh, you guys just don't understand. Like, when it rains and that rain is, like, hitting your window pane, I'm like, thank you, Lord. Like, yes, I'm going to have a good night's sleep today. Yo, I'm so obsessed with the rain that I have this app <laughs> that when it doesn't rain, I play this app, this rain app to go to sleep. Yes, that's how bad my my love for rain is. I don't like, you know, when it rains and I'm at work or whatever because I get all sleepy and stuff. But if I'm at home, bring on the rain, man. Bring on the rain. It's going to be a cozy night tonight. So, it's 7.23 p.m. on October 24th. I am getting ready to get ready for bed and to I'm getting ready to take my daughter a bath and um, spend some time with them before they go to bed, you know, check some homework and stuff like that. And wait for the hubby to come home. He's working out of town today. So should be home in the next hour or two. So that's that. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening. Good night.